Goldwater won re-election to the Phoenix City Council in November, but his thoughts were already on McFarland. In early December 1951, Governor Pyle asked Goldwater to accompany him to a speaking engagement outside Phoenix. During the twenty-minute ride, Pyle challenged his friend to run for senator. You've been doing a lot of talking about what the rest of us should be doing about good government. Now, how about getting in there yourself? Goldwater told a delighted Pyle he was through talking and ready to start running. Goldwater called on an old friend, Ned Creighton, the Republican boss in Phoenix, whom he had first met in his family's living room decades before. What makes you think you can win? asked a skeptical Creighton. For one thing, Goldwater said, I can call ten thousand people in this state by their first name. For another, he said, I've heard McFarland talk, I've heard Roosevelt talk, I've heard Truman, I've heard all of our state governors and sheriffs and local officials. But they never say what they're really thinking. You see them on the golf course or for a drink, and they'll give you a whole different story. I think a guy running for office who says exactly what he really thinks would astound a hell of a lot of people around the country. Well, said Big Ned, it would be refreshing, anyway. Goldwater knew how important a manager was, and he knew whom he wanted, Steve Schadegg. In late February 1952, he visited Schadegg at his office and said he would run for the Senate if Schadegg would handle his campaign. For two hours, a skeptical Schadegg and an enthusiastic Goldwater talked politics and policy. Schadegg revealed that he had been asked to run McFarland's campaign, but he had said no because he didn't like McFarland's support of the New Deal and the Fair Deal. Goldwater did not close the sale that afternoon, but a couple of days later, overwhelmed by Goldwater's energy, his sincerity, and his personal assurance there would be no shortage of money, he could depend on Harry Rosenzweig to shake the money trees, Schadegg agreed to take on the impossible assignment of helping to defeat one of the most popular Democrats in Arizona. I knew, recalled Schadegg, that to win we'd have to get 90% of the Republicans to the polls and get support from 25% of the Democrats. If either fell short, we'd lose. We both realized that there was only an outside chance we could make it. Schadegg made one stipulation. Goldwater would have to agree not to make any off-the-cuff speeches or adopt any positions that had not been discussed and agreed to in advance. Oh, you think I'll pop off? Goldwater asked. That is exactly what Schadegg thought, and Goldwater accepted the condition. Thus began one of the most successful political partnerships in Arizona politics. Over the next thirty years, with Schadegg as his campaign manager, speechwriter, advertising consultant, resident philosopher, and overall amanuensis, Barry Goldwater would be elected to the U.S. Senate five times and become a nationally syndicated columnist, publish a series of best-selling books, and become the most popular conservative politician in America. During this period, he lost only one election, the presidency in 1964, the only time Steve Schadegg was not his campaign manager.